What time is it? Showtime. The brothers discuss sports and provide betting tips. The best kept secret in sports investing. Please welcome Bolt Brady and his bro. All right, what's happening, everyone? Welcome into another episode of Bolt Brady and his bro. It's the best place to get your sports gambling info. A couple days later than normal. That's because of me, but let's welcome in our guy, Bolt. We had the NorCal flu rolling through. A little bit of a stomach bug hit me. Uh, I don't know if I want to blame my my youngest or, or the Sky Zone Jumpy House place got me. <laughs> and then that got passed down to your nephew, my youngest son, and he was letting it rip out of both ends also. Yeah, we had some, some barf and stuff cranking. <laughs> it was, wasn't ideal. So it feels like we haven't talked about hoops forever Mm. seems like a lot has gone on because there has um real quick the uh the best bet hit again i mean it seems like days ago it was uh game three golden state back at home minus seven i actually thought that they'd win by at least 15 and they won by 17 and then also the lean hit Remember I said Malik Monk would go under his points. His points prop was 16. He only had four on the road. Mm. He has since stepped that up. He had 21 last night. So that's the one thing that you'll find if you're a props player, which uh, I really don't do that much. I know a lot of people do, though. But role players, you know, the guys that don't start, um, they typically don't do nearly as well on the road. You know, and then they step it up at home. Yeah, it's it's crazy to see what these guys look like when when they leave their venue and and just the the confidence is gone and they just look like different dudes. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it though, just think how many times you've shot on those hoops at home, and then you go out on the road. You got to have a different mentality for the road. You have to embrace it, you know, and be like, yeah, let's take it to these guys. Tonight. Yeah, no, I think it's sweet when the the opposing fans are kind of talking smack to you and get you juiced up. Absolutely, and so does. Jimmy Buckets Butler. Love him. Wow. He killed me last night, though. <laughs> Man. I had the end game under, and it was going, and uh, it was going just fine. And then he does that shot with two seconds left to push it to OT, and that was a loser. Crazy. Dude, I mean, just the one-man show. He goes, it almost matters who's on my squad right now. Yeah, I mean, he plays both ends of the ball, too. I mean, he D's people up. And then he's just getting buckets whenever you need them. So he had 56 the other night at home, right? And uh, Michael Jordan has the most points ever in a playoff with 63. Yep. So he was right there. And then uh, I noticed his uh, over-under on how much he would score last night was 29 points. And like 98% of the people took the under because they're like, this guy's going to be exhausted. You know, that was the narrative. Wow, he can't do it again. He goes, how about a 42 spot? What do you have? He had that covered for <clears throat> overtime, right? Uh, the 42. Oh, the 29. The 29 yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Um, Disappointing for the number one seed. Wow. It sure was, especially since that's who I thought would win it. But I mean... That's a that's an example of why you don't take futures that often, right? I mean, Giannis is out. Well, I mean, t- dude, if someone told you, hey, Giannis is going to miss game two and three. Basically, number one, two is only seven minutes. Yeah. So, I mean, of course, you're not going to take it. So that's the risk with taking futures. You know, if people think about those, um, you know, at a later date. But Giannis is such a stud. I saw um, RG3 tweeted out today his uh, interview from last night. 
And, uh, you know, he's sitting in there ask, answering the questions after the game. And, and the one reporter goes, Giannis, uh, do you feel like this season was a failure? And Giannis, like, looks down and, like, gathers himself. And he goes, let me ask you a question in his Greek accent. It was so great. Mm-hmm. He goes, you have goals every year, right? Maybe get a promotion. Maybe get more money for your family. If you don't get those that year, was that a failure? No, no, no. No, it was not. <laughs> He's like, you step towards your goals each and every day, you know, and he just answered it like a total stud. Yeah. No, he's great. I love him. He's like, this is how I would have answered that. I would go, hey, buddy, I had 38 and 20 boards. Do you think that's a failure? Jim Christmas. <laughs> he did have some some problems from the stripe, though. I mean, that's why... That's what worries me about them is if you get in those tight games and the coaching clamps in, is you, you can foul him and make him shoot outside. There's some problems there late in the games. Yeah, I don't know what he shot from the free throw lineup. He missed like thir- at least 13. Last night? Yeah. Jim Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, that is a lot. God, just think how many he would have had, how many points he would have had if he hit those. Um, but, yeah, he's. I, I love Jan. He's great. He. I mean, he's a baller. Dude, he needs some more help. Like That's the, what they're, you know, is it time to kind of, they said break up this roster a little bit with some of these guys like Middleton and stuff, you know, a little older, a little dinged up. Well, I don't, you know, nothing to take away from Jimmy because he's balling, but I don't want to hear anything about Drew Holiday being legit at defense. When you give up like 56 and 42, I mean, that never happened to Gary Payton the, the, the first. Get serious. Well, I mean, you throw, not to put Jimmy in the same category as, as MJ, but you throw Gary on MJ, MJ was still getting 38. No, I don't think Gary covered MJ the whole time, though. He would at times. No, at times, when they're like, lock him down, GP. Or- <laughs> Mike goes, no problem. <laughs> GP, not to get off track here, but uh, his running mate, Sean Kemper, is, uh, got accused of... Was he shooting someone? Yeah, or he, he had the pistol and, and something, whipped it out and fired it. Jeez, what a fall from grace. Looks a little different now than he used to, too, when he was getting the oops thrown to him. Well, yeah, I don't think he could touch the backboard now. <laughs> <laughs> he's got he's got a little bit of a pop bell rocking. Maybe. Dude's still 6'10". But yeah. <laughs> Clean her up, Sean. So uh, what, what else stood out to you here? I mean... I'll tell you what stood out to me is just how poor some of these teams are. Like the Nets. I mean, yeah. dude, dude the, I mean, that was good looking basketball. Like, you're like, who's this? Who's this? I mean, everything about that, even the way that that arena like shows up on TV, like it's. It's a darker court. And you, they darken the fans. Like I just, I don't like the feel of those games. One, yeah. And then the product they put out there, they they need to. Jock Vaughn seems like a pretty good dude. Yeah, the, the players seem to like him. Yep. They just got to get Ben Simmons out of town. Wow, that's embarrassing. And they got to just start over. Um. Yeah. I mean, Claxton is good. I don't know if he's like a starter. Um. But yeah, I was just like, dude, this squad's terrible. So the good news is. The good news, this is great news, is because the 76ers swept, um, you know, they're going to, the lines and everyone are going to think that this squad's legit. And I'm here to tell you, they're not. <laughs> they are garbage. Uh, I mean, you know, we, we touched on a little bit before with Harden, and there's just, they're not a very good team. They're going to get waxed by Boston. 
Um, I, that that thing goes no further than four to two, and that I think that's kind of. I wouldn't be surprised if it was the four one. They're just not a very good squad, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean Boston's not not putting away Atlanta like they should though either. Nope, nope. I mean, trust me. You know that's why we we touched on the East. You know before the playoffs started, you and I weren't high on them, and uh, it's starting to show why. I mean, Boston slightly had that game at home. And they were playing with the Hawks like a cat plays with a dead mouse, just kind of bumping it around. And then Trey goes, don't bump me for too long. Three ball, three ball, three ball. <laughs> this game's going back to Atlanta now. I don't think the um, the Hawks, you know, brass upstairs is liking this either because they're trying to ship Trey out of town here. And if the <laughs> deeper they go, the worse it looks. <laughs> well, you know what? I was thinking about Trey, and he's another one. Um, like Westbrook, where if they could just set the ego off to the side, and if I'm the general manager, I go, Trey, why don't you come on in, bud? Shut the door behind you. Let's have a little chat here. Listen, you've got some great talents here. You're a good ball. You're a great ball handler. You're an excellent free throw shooter at 89%. You're actually a good passer. Uh, what we need to step back from is I don't need you to score 27 or more points a ball game. How about 18 to 20? Fill your role as a distributor. Welcome to the Atlanta Hawks. And we don't need the shots from the logo just for Sports Center either. It, like, let's just go with what works. Exactly. Exactly. I can't believe he hit that one. <laughs> that was unbelievable. And then our boy Pan um, noticed, you know, he saw something online that the people that run the Hawks arena double booked the arena. <laughs> they didn't even think that the Hawks would be coming back. Because they booked Janet Jackson. Yeah, and I said to him, I'm like, dude, is is someone making this up? Because I didn't even know Janet Jackson still toured around. I guess she's still hot in certain places. Wow. So that, that's tonight, I believe. it's uh, They double booked. I'm sure they had to bump Janet and, and reschedule that for those people. Who's the opening act? Ozzy Osbourne? No. I mean, these are people that have been around forever. Bell Biv DeVoe? <laughs> no. Bell Biv DeVoe. What was their tune? Poison. Poison. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Bell Biv and Janet. <laughs> no, I seriously, have you seen? I've never, I can't tell you the last, I haven't seen Janet since the Super Bowl. I mean, when her shirt came undone, like it's been forever. <laughs> yeah. She keeps it low key now. Right. So I don't, Boston should be pounding the Hawks is, is the point and they're, they're not. I just, I've never been a fan of Tatum later in the games. I know right. he can put the numbers up. Right. He just not he's not that dude for me. I agree. And Jalen Brown, same thing. And Brad Stevens, you know, he's up top now running the show since Ainge left. I, I think, you know, he's a smart guy. Right. He sees this too, I would imagine. Yeah. Well so the so they play tonight. Not sure if this will get out in time. Um but the line is seven and a half, and I know everyone just, I mean, I think everyone thinks that just Boston's going to come in here and take them, quote unquote, seriously now and ball. Uh, I'm leaning with the points there. I mean, seven and a half, I'll take those. It's not a best better, but it's definitely a lean. Uh-huh. I mean, the longer you let some of these guys stick around, the more into it they, they believe they can hang with them. And now they're at home, and you just think they're going to get waxed? I mean... If if Boston won by fifteen, it wouldn't surprise me. But I, I doubt that's going to happen. I mean, I could, see, you know, they're at home. Atlanta's like, let's get this rocket now, big time. Yeah, and now they get um, Murray back as well. And the guy yeah, wasn't even playing. He, he bumped the ref and had to sit out that last game. Right. I think that's why. I mean, you know, me included. I'm like, wow, this is probably going to be a boat race. But uh, nope. The Hawks said, let's take her back for one more. 
So losing the one seed and adjusting your east, your east here. So who do you like coming out of the east? Mm. I mean, it's just so crazy because I don't even think it really matters. Well, I just now you're but, looking at the Heat versus the Knicks. I mean, is this 1994 <laughs> with Zoe versus Oakley? I mean, listen, uh, it's not going to be the Sixers. I'll tell you that. There's no chance with that. Uh, they are so garb. And then the Heat or the Knicks. I mean. They end up playing the Celtics. Could they beat them? I mean, yeah. I honestly, I just don't think the East is that great. No. Yeah. Um, I mean, buckets might get his squad on a run here. You know, there's four dudes on that team that are undrafted. You got to love what Spolstra is doing. Yeah, you're right. And then the the Knicks just Cleveland. Thanks for playing. I mean, that was horrible. Mm -hmm. You can't even win the last game on, on your home court. And I don't even think they were ever ahead. Knicks got out right from the beginning and just kept the, kept the lead the whole time. I mean, nice tea bags. Like you can't even win that, the, you know, elimination game on your court. Yeah. I mean, obviously we don't see all the, the TV numbers, but you know, the NBA does. And I think the last two games for Cleveland, New York were thrown on NBA TV. Oh yeah. I think one of those you were, you were asking the game, you know, where it was, <clears throat> you're like, where, where's this game? I can't find it. Um, cause the, the teams, the Warriors and the Kings are getting the highest ratings by far. Well, you know what? What sucks? Cause I get the, I stream the TV. Um, and I thought that I got everything, but you're right. I don't get the NBA. And it happened last night, um, but and I wasn't concerned, you know, because you said, like you said, it was the Knicks, Cavs, but last night it was the Bucks too. Yeah, because it was kind of going on at the same time as the Warriors game, right? So I was watching that game, so it didn't matter as much. But I think I'm gonna have to bite the bullet here and, and pay for the NBA app. I'm not gonna go the rest of the playoffs not watching those games. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, Hulu's not hooking you up there. I mean, I even I even get the MLB channel once the hoop stops. <laughs> Got to get something rocking. Sweet. <laughs> it actually is. Not to get off a sidetrack, but baseball's every single day. So I got into baseball probably like mm, four years ago and really got into it like two years ago. It's actually pretty legit. Great. Mm-hmm. I mean, only if you have some chips on it. Maybe. Well, of course. Yeah, there's no way I'm watching a game or worried about it. <laughs> many chips on it <laughs> yeah well i think with the east it's like you know the wise person would probably lean with boston at this point but i would love to see jimmy bucks and the heat gone a little run here yeah well that's why you just you know you take it game by game and put chippers each you know on each game i don't even think there's much more to say about the east jimmy buckets great job you know let's move on to where it's really at the west and the Suns took care of the Clips. The Clips gave a valiant effort. Big Westbrook was trying to do everything he can, even though the last game, once again, he was the three for 18. Yeah, um, probably got himself, you know, re-signed there. <clears throat> if not, someone else will want him, the way he looked there coming in the playoffs. Yeah, you know what the, was surprising to me is, what's the guy that owns it, Balmer or whatever? Uh-huh. Uh, that guy was going bananas. He always does. Does he? Like yeah. always? I mean, yeah. I've noticed him a couple times this year, but I'm like, wow. I mean, obviously he really has big chips on it. No, he's known for it. I mean, I think they said at Microsoft, his chat, his chats and stuff, he'd bring <clears> energy and then he's always juiced for his, his NBA team. Wow. I mean, it, I, I've never noticed it that much. I mean, I'd see him like, you know, cheer and stuff, but I mean, he was going like batshit crazy mm-hmm. at the end of that game. And, he came up a little bit short, but you can you just imagine like 
what eat what another game is worth to that guy's pocketbook if they came back home. I mean, yeah, I mean that guy's doing just fine. Oh yeah, obviously they don't want to lose money, but for them it's more about like keeping the thing rolling and get having a chance at a title. Right. He's you know he's building his own venue too. It's opening up in two seasons. Oh really? It's going to be over by where the Rams and the Chargers play in Inglewood. Mm, I did not know that. Yeah, it's supposed to be legit. So he's, you know, he wants to have a good team humming here the next year or two to open that thing up. And I would imagine Kawhi, you know, I don't know if you can keep him. These Him and Paul George are under contract for one more year. It's just they're never on the court together. <laughs> yeah, it, they, they, uh, they, they, I saw an article. They, they both got paid um, $700,000 and $800,000 a game. Um, between each one of them, that for how many they played this year? Oh wow! Yep, eight hundred thousand for Kawhi each game. But I mean, you saw what he could do. But you know, like someone said, so much for the load management. I mean, you know, you can't just because you don't play a few more, less games doesn't mean you're not going to get hurt later on. Mm-hmm. Come on! And then you know, look at MJ and John Stockton and Carl Malone and those guys. They didn't do the load management and they played every game. Yeah, Kobe. These dudes would they'd play when they come to town. Mm-hmm. The fans are there to watch, right? Yeah. So it's disappointing. Uh, he, he'll probably run it back one more year. I don't know what what Westbrook will cost, but Tyron Lue wants to come back. <laughs> it's just it's tough. I mean, they they probably could have beat Phoenix even with Kawhi. Oh yeah. Dude, but Kawhi was balling. Uh huh. I'm not, you know, talk about the Suns. I'm not high on the Suns. No. Yeah. I mean, and they travel in to D Town now, big Denver, Colorado. And, you know, mentioned earlier this season that that's one of the hardest places to play in the NBA. And why don't we come out with a best bet right here? <laughs> Shep, you're going to like this one <laughs> Denver Nuggets, mine, uh, Denver Nuggets first game getting no respect. Only minus two and a half against the Suns. Mm. Wow. I mean, that is no respect at all. Yeah. We'll take D-Town there. Best bet. Yeah, we, we kind of passed by them when we kind of were starting the NBA playoff chatter here. And, and we probably should give them a little more props because now now I see them getting past Phoenix and, and taking <clears> on the Warriors eventually. Well, and it's not, you know, it's not that I think that the Nugs are that great. Um, you know, Jokic, obviously. And, you know, Jamal Murray is pretty sweet. You know, it looks like he doesn't, you know, shaking off the injuries. That guy's mid-range jumper is legit. Uh, it's just, I don't think the Suns, I mean, first of all, they don't, they can't play defense. So that's a big problem. Mm -hmm. I was thinking, in my opinion, in order to win an NBA championship, you have to have at least two elite scorers, you know, which most teams do, you know, unfortunately a lot of teams like kind of have one, like, you know, like the Kings with Fox, um, obviously they've got Durant and Booker and then Chris Paul can chip in if he needs to. But you, in my opinion, you have the elite scorers, at least two of them, and then you got to play defense every once in a while to get some stops late in the game, and the Suns can't do that. Um, and they also don't shoot the three enough. It's just a numbers game, as everyone knows, and they shoot the three like the least amount out of any team. They have to be hyper-efficient um, for their two-point field goal percentage, and luckily they have three of the best five guys in mid-range jumpers in Durant, Booker, and Chris Paul. But if those guys are off just a little bit, they're going to get smoked. Mm-hmm. So, 
and I think they're going to get smoked this first game. It's going to be rotten. Yeah, they're they're definitely not that deep of a team either. That's Mm-mm. that's where the Clippers could give them trouble there. They were deeper, but they lost some of their studs. Yeah, I was just watching the last game with Phoenix. I was kind of watching too. The the offense was going strictly through like Booker down to eight and back out to Booker kind of. And Durant is so efficient. He he doesn't demand the ball a whole lot, and when he gets it, he he makes damn near sixty percent of them or more. Yeah. No, I mean offensively they've got game, you know. But it's just like okay, hey, we need to get a stop here. They're just not able to do that. See, that's the one thing going back to the East a little bit. Boston can do that. That's why they're the best team out of the East still is that they can play defense when they want to. And same thing with the War Dogs. You have to be able to play defense and get some stops. So I just don't think the Suns are able to do that. I do think the Nugs come out of that series. Or at least have a couple of dudes who clamp down, you know, like Draymond and Wiggins can, or GP2. Exactly. I mean, the War Dogs have a boatload of people that can clamp down. So, and speaking of the War Dogs, since we touched on them, <laughs> is that series any good? But I'm here to tell you, it's over with now. Thanks for playing. You want to talk about the Lakers first? Or you want to go to the, the Kings Warriors? Well... Jim, Chris, I guess we'll go back to the Lake Show. Uh, what's there to talk about at the Lake Show? <laughs> Are they going to wrap it up in the next game? Um, oh, man. The line's four and a half. Uh, probably. I mean, the how did the NBA come up with these, these schedules where like the Warriors Kings got two nights off? Oh, dude, I was saying this. I was talking to another the, guy about that. The Lakers had to go <clears throat> further and just get the one night off. Exactly. I mean, it's just got to be a TV thing, right? Yeah, because the the War Dogs and Sack are playing. They're they're having two off days in between every game, and it's just a bus ride, right? And then every other team only gets one day off. And like you were saying, the Lake Show had to travel all the way to Memphis after overtime, for, right? For LeBroner. So, um, you know, on that, I do like uh, the Lake Show to win that ball game because uh, I did like how LeBron goes. I played like shit, is what he said, mm-hmm. quote unquote. And LeBron's a baller. Um, I mean, I'm actually, yeah, I, you know, I don't want to go into this, but that guy might be the GOAT. I mean, he's a joker, how long he's played and, and what he does. Uh, you know, he's not like the like the score, like the MJ, hey, give me the ball, like I can get us a poop every time. Just the way he distributes the ball. He, like, never turns it over. Have you ever noticed that? Yeah, no, he's, he's solid, obviously, yeah. I mean, like, when he drives to the hoop, you know, He's so strong, obviously, but if he can't get to it, he, dude, he always sees a guy in the corner or yeah. up top. He kicks it out. He just it just seems like he never turns it over. His his instinct always takes over. He's like, that guy's wide open. That's a better shot than mine right now. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, he hits him. Yeah. So um, yeah, I think Memphis is is going down. Um, I do think with Memphis, it sure is fun to watch Jaw play though with that guy's hops. Yeah, I, I saw LeBron say, as you can, I can't meet him up up top anymore, so I got to be a little smarter. And the <laughs> they threw the oop last night, kind of like over LeBron. Oh, really? And and Jaw raised up with the two, and LeBron kind of challenged him, and, but he fouled him. But like LeBron or Jaw, still kind of it wasn't a dunk, but he still kind of <laughs> threw it towards the hoop and got the and one. <laughs> Dude, did you see where Jaw? Before the end of the third quarter, like right when the third quarter ended, he took it to the rack and then dunked it left hand, mm-hmm. like down down the lane, like with guys all around. I mean, 
I don't. Uh, that guy's hops are just crazy, big it's, time. Yeah, and I mean, and he knows how to utilize them too. Like he's obviously not a very big guy, but he goes into the hoop strong, and then he just goes, "Hey guys, you're not going to jump with me," <laughs> and then just lays it in. Let me wait a sec till you start going down. Yeah, I'll tell you, who's just not playing well for the Lake Show, though. I mean, their squad's not very good either. You know, like, is that Schroeder guy or however you pronounce his name, the guy from Germany? Dennis Schroeder, yeah. Um, I do I do appreciate his free throws. He's legit at the free throws. He's 89%. Like, that's why when they found him, I go, that's two points. Dude, his turnovers, wow. In the fourth quarter and overtime, I mean, he almost lost it for them. Um, it kind of might have gone, like, unnoticed. But I'm like, dude, this guy's, like, about to lose the game. So, you know, does Memphis have a chance to win? I, I I think so. But, you know, every once in a while, LeBron, like when Dylan Brooks was talking shit to him, takes over. Braun probably takes over this game. Yeah. I mean, Braun knows they don't want to lose this one and go back to Memphis either. So it's. Uh, well, if that happens, then Memphis is probably going to win that. For sure. So yeah. this and LeBron knows that he's like, it needs to happen now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'd take them this next game. Right. And now we can go to the. Big War Dogs. The best series there is. And it's not even close. No. The problem is, it's over with. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for playing. Sack, you gave it a heck of a run. De'Aaron, nice job. Uh, The thing that's interesting about De'Aaron is one of our friends was telling me he saw someone talking about... uh, De'Aaron's index finger, right? Because when it first came out, it was like, oh, this guy's not going to play. It's fractured. You know, we were getting texts from friends that were saying it. Hey, he's not going to play. And then one of our buddies was like, yeah, this one journalist was talking about like, it's not even that big of a deal. And I go, well, that that makes sense. Because I was like, the line went from uh, Warriors minus one up to Warriors minus four when the news first came out. And then it went back down to minus one. I'm like, what's going on? Well, guess what? The betting lines never lie. They didn't. They knew it wasn't a problem with this finger. Well, and people start to go into practice and shoot arounds, and they see him stroke it, and they're like, he seems fine. I mean, clearly it was fine last night. And then the other thing it, that I was until, noticing. Until the end, it, it kind of, he went for a steal on Steph there and poked the ball. Yeah. He actually did poke the ball away, and you saw him kind of shake it again. Yeah. And that down the stretch there, he missed like his last four crucial shots. Hmm. Got to go to the rack. He did. I mean, he he's usually money on those little kind of in the lane, like little mid range floaters and, and pull ups. Right. And he missed a couple of those plus some three balls. Right. So he was feeling it. The just that little bit of touch was off. They showed uh, who's made the most three pointers in uh, NBA history in the playoffs. And LeBron was like number three with like three hundred and twenty seven. And then you had uh, <laughs> you had Clay in the four hundreds and. Uh, and Steph in the 500s. Hmm. So those guys, I mean, Clay, wow. I mean, uh, remember their old coach, Jackson, right? The Mark. Mark Jacks was like, this is the best backcourt in NBA history. And I'm like, come on. Wow. Getting carried away there. Dude, he's probably right now. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> when Clay gets hot, it's pretty legit. Yeah, because he's those aren't like straight up, straight down. Like he was kind of floating right or floating left. Oh, big time he was. And, and he was just feeling it. Those were money. Those are like shots you do in horse or pig when you play against someone. Like, hey, fade away to the left. And those guys have guys in their face, too. You know, like when they're wide open, I mean, that's automatic. Like uh, literally... 
Steph Daddy when no one's around, 80%. He was off, though, there last night. In the second half, when the, going the other direction, he could not buy a three. Yeah, I, that's, I, know, like, I saw him miss like a wide-open one, and I go, whoa, that doesn't happen very often. Literally, wide-open, I bet the guy's like 75%. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's like 50 with someone in his face. <laughs> He's a but joker. He he kept attacking the rack and you know make him put him on the free throw line, which he's butter at. Yeah, so I mean he kept getting in there and getting some crucial buckets, which were huge. Well, I mean bar none, the War Dogs are the best squad in the playoffs right now. I don't even think it's close. You have yep. the you have the elite scores. You have the guys that make the free throws too. Uh, pool, Kerr, I mean Pro, Kerr, Kerr was money at free throws too though. Um, Curry and uh, Clay and Poole, all money, 89% or higher, all three of them from the free throw. So that's ball game if it's towards the end of the game. And then the defense, mm-hmm. Dre, Wiggins, GP. Looney was big. He had some blocks. 20, I mean, 22 boards. Dude, if you were to say, hey, pick the one squad right now, I mean, it's just not even close. I, I mean, second, I guess, would be Boston because I think they're probably the second best defensive team that has scores. But... But I mean, that's that's looking at now after this first round going into the playoffs. People were not as high on them as they were. Uh, who on the War Dogs? Yeah. Oh, I know they weren't. Yeah, I mean, it was because of that road record during the regular season. And that almost matters. These guys don't take that serious. That was obviously a real crappy road record. It shouldn't have been that bad. But yeah, they were ramping up. And it doesn't even matter. It's the same thing. Like you know, the Suns versus the Nugs, and and someone was like, when I was telling them about the best bet, they're like, oh, how'd they do against each other during the regular season? I go, doesn't even matter. I mean, I don't even look that up. Matters nothing at all. (laughs) At all. (laughs) The Kings, you know, look great for the future. I feel bad for them that this was their first round matchup. And Fox, man, that it's still a tough break to even if it's a smaller injury than what people thought. It's still hampering them somewhat. Yeah, they need another score. Remember I told you you need two elite scores. I mean, who's 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 the next scorer? Like Monk, you know, and I mean he doesn't even start. Uh and you know, he's good for like sixteen to maybe twenty. Like you need a guy to help you out in the twenties every night. Dame Lillard. Dame Lillard. He, no, 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 no. He jacked it up too much. Yeah, they mentioned him to Miami. Really? I did. Um, I was kind of looking at, at Fox's draft for a second. It was 2017, and you know he was coming out the same time as Lonzo Ball. And I was always, we always thought Lonzo was too hyped because of his pops. And yes, he was. And and so Markel Fultz goes number one. Wow, to, from Kansas? No, he was at Washington. He's the guy that just totally lost his shot and went to the Sixers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He's like on Orlando now. It's just uh, him, then Lonzo, um, and then Tatum. And Fox didn't go till five. Really? So now, I mean, you got to go, you know, Tatum and Fox would be your one and your two. How about Lonzo before him? Wow. Mm-hmm. Was that incredible? It always amazes me that people with that much money can make that poor of a mistake. Yeah. <sighs> so Kings, you know, they had bad management at that time, but that was a good grab for them to still have him. Speaking of Fox real quick, it was, it was funny. They were asking him about March Madness and he said, uh, they're like, oh, how do you like it? He goes, I can't watch it. He goes, the college basketball is just not good basketball. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> Easy, Fox. Mm-hmm. People still enjoy throwing chips on it and watching their squads. So uh, that's it for me, big guy, unless you've got more. No, been loving it. You know, it's always fun to throw in a couple of these games at night, man. They're exciting. Oh, yeah, it's awesome every night. So uh, just to wrap it up, 
the best bet. Let's keep this rolling here with the best betters. Oh, also, as we always say, follow on Instagram. We've been throwing out a few W's on that over the weekend, too. Um, so follow us on Instagram for some more picks. But the best bet this week, wow, the Nugs just getting no credit, minus the two and a half against the Suns. Okay. I like it. Yep. Instagram and Twitter, it's at Bull Brady Picks. Been putting the videos and updates up there. So keep an eye on those and keep the reviews coming too on Apple Podcasts, wherever you guys are listening. We'll come back at you guys next Tuesday, the regular scheduled day. We appreciate it. We'll catch you guys next week. See ya.